We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. You might be listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Feed. I am Davis Maddock. I am joined by my boys, Nate Noling, Sammy Reed. Uh, bad news, just if you're the type of person who only tunes into the show when we lose, not going to be the show for you. It was, uh, it was a print fest for the boys today, although... I think that we will actually have some things to argue about, which I think is, uh, I actually think that's what people really like. And we tend to argue more when we lose. Nate, how, uh, how'd the day go, bud? It was a solid one. Yeah, it was, it was, I really wasn't concerned in cash at all. Like at all. So felt good all weekend. GPP wasn't great, but uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Today was a good yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I mean, too much, too much Dak and GPP, uh, too much Mahomes and GPP, which was weird. You know, I thought that, you know, Mahomes had, what, 21 at half? And I was like, oh, it's just, it's going to be nuclear. And I, I think they had something like 90 yards of total offense in the second half. Like, it was, it was terrible. Uh, Mr. Mr. Whirling Dervish, Sammy Reed, this is my favorite part of our, of our three-man is that, Sammy has like the worst DK name of all time. Had to go, but type that into the into the invite every week. <laughs> it's just like, so dumb. You know, you know. I wish I could change it. Like when I first, because that was my original like online uh, poker screen name. And so, like when I first made my DK account, I'm just like, oh yeah, let's let's keep that going. It's been good luck for me so far. And now it's like, you know, I'd just rather be Sammy Reed to to track the fishes like Davis Maddox does. I feel like this was a good day because we all printed, and that was awesome. But Overall, pretty tough day for our brands. Like, Nate did not play Darren Waller. Uh, I, again, uh, blanked out at tight ends, which is, you know. Just it's becoming your thing. You, you haven't had a good low – you didn't even play Jordan Reed. You know, like, you, you've really not had a good tight end take yet. Yeah. Not, not at all. And you're winning money, and that's pretty anti-brand as well, Davis. So we're, I'm, we're I'm, winning. I'm winning money. Dak broke his ankle, and the Chiefs lost to the Raiders at home. Just like a, just a catastrophic day for the brand. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020 continues to throw us a lot of surprises. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's start at quarterback. Uh, Nate, you and I both played Deshaun Watson. I. The only other guy I considered was I maybe gave like half a second of thought to the guy that Sammy played, but then the other guy I thought about was Daniel Jones. Uh, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you also were considering Daniel Jones. I I did. I considered both Bridgewater and Jones, and then I realized I, the Deshaun thing. I just salary was weird this week, and I actually like felt like I had room to pay at quarterback, and I just thought Deshaun had a much higher ceiling than those guys, even though per dollar wise, those guys ranked out as better plays, you know, but, but yeah, I ended up with Deshaun. but I thought Jones or Bridgewater was fine. Obviously, I mean, I, results you know, if, if we want to go, if we want to go mentally weak, I thought there was a little bit of like the, you know, we hate, we hate BOB. We want to put up, we want to put up 50. I want to run. I want to throw bombs. I want to play fast. And that's not exactly what happened. They didn't play super fast, but they, they scored on six of nine drives. 
and the two drives that they didn't score on after the first drive were turnovers. So they scored basically on all of their drives except for the opening drive. Like it was, it was a very solid performance um, by by them. So I I will say though, mentally strong of Sammy to play Teddy Bridgewater because I know a lot of people touted Teddy Bridgewater, but you know in double ups Teddy was really not that owned at all. Like he he was not a a chalk guy at least I don't think at least he wasn't in my games he was he was 20 percent uh yeah. in, in cash so yeah I mean certainly you know I think I think Watson was really popular I actually you know I, I had this weird thing all week where like I thought Watson was a really good play and then I just saw Dak at 500 more and I'm like man like if I'm gonna pay up for quarterback like I kind of just like to play Dak Prescott instead obviously he had a catastrophic injury which was just gnarly as balls and uh they kept showing like slow motion replays, which was really awful. I don't know why they did that, but like, did you guys feel that way? Were you like, Hey, I'm fine with that. Or, or were you like, gosh, I really want to find 500 more to, to, to get up to like the elite level of QB. No, because I think Watson is that level when, when the offense is like <laughs> without, when, when without Bill O'Brien, he's just, well, yeah, like, just when the play calling is not even not even good, but just normal. Like when it's just a normal, like very vanilla NFL offense. And actually, I mean, as we saw today, when Brandon Cooks is playing like old Brandon Cooks and not old decrepit Brandon Cooks, like when like when we're getting uh, a you know a B plus performance from Brandon Cooks, like I I think I consider Deshaun to be, you know, the the sixth best seventh best quarterback in fantasy or something like that. Yeah, I, I also think if we just look at the last couple of weeks, I think what, what Deshaun has gone through and then what Dak has gone through, Dak's – like everybody assumes Dak's going to continue to throw 50 times a game, and it's just like that was not going to happen. for sure. That was not going to happen, and then Deshaun wouldn't continue to perform as bad as he has. So, like, I just thought it was a great, um, a great chance to buy, like, mean reversion and uh, save dollars, you know, and I thought – I mean, I, yeah. So that's why I was on it. I, I didn't think Dak was a bad play, but too many people just assume that like this new reality through four games is like going to continue. And it's just like, people don't know how to look at historical percentages and talk about like averages returning. So uh, yeah, that was an easy sell high opportunity there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would not, it wouldn't have been Dak that I would have played. It would have been Mahomes. Mahomes oh, would have been, yeah. yeah, he would have been, he would have been the the guy that I would have paid up for. I, I don't even actually know how many, how many fantasy points did you, you guys can tell I had no GPP sweats today at all. Cause I don't even know how many, how many fantasy points Daniel Jones had. Daniel Jones had 9.18. Seriously. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. There, there were no there wow. were touchdowns coming from Jones. They called that they called the Slayton touchdown back, which was just like I mean, just like such incredible tilts. It was like this BS. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was like this BS like offensive PI call on on a rub route that like wasn't even an offensive PI. And he would add a touchdown to Slayton, which cost me a decent amount of GPP dollars. That 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 would have been well, that would have been good for me in GPP, but it wouldn't have been like yeah, I mean, I just, I just didn't have any realistic sweats today, like because I didn't play Claypool, um, yeah, and, and too much Clyde Edwards Hilaire yeah. and stuff. Okay, the yeah. Mahomes. I haven't. I don't think I looked at Mahomes at all this week. I think Mahomes' 2020 numbers, like not his efficiency numbers, but like the volume underlying numbers, have made me like think Mahomes is, is overpriced. His ADOT and just the way he's been throwing this year doesn't look to be the same Mahomes of old. And I'm not saying that he personally has regressed, but it's just, I, I, I did not even consider Mahomes. It was, I think I honestly, I think it's Edwards Hilaire, man. If he, if he goes down like CMC, that team's just going to get a whole lot. I, I, I now officially believe this. Like he's, he is really, he is crushing their offense. So are you guys all like publicly taking the L and giving me the W on this one finally after like three and a half weeks? Of- no, because eventually oh. they're going to, they're going to start to use him like Damien. They will, they will stop running on first down. They will throw him wheel routes and it'll get fixed. And it's just, it'll take them a little bit to get there. So eventual usage. That's kind of what you're, even though currently he's not being used that way, just continue to play him. Until- hey, I, I didn't play Clyde Edwards Hilaire today. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he ended up he ended up getting getting down. Uh, I, I did play Clyde Edwards Hilaire. 
because he was like the starting running back on a team with like a massive implied team total. And, you know, he gets like all the work and stuff. Uh, but that didn't wor- work out because like Clyde Edwards Hilaire actually sucks. So Sammy's just letting too many seasonal, t- seasonal drafts, like enter into his no, I mean, mindset. The thing is, is he's still going to be fine? Like he's still he got, going he got like targets, Nate. How can you? Uh, yeah. Him? Well, Obviously, this game, like for the Chiefs, I think you almost have to throw out. Like it was so outside of like game script. We nobody expected this for them. Like he should not have gotten eight targets in this game. What are you talking about? Mahomes threw it forty-three times. They scored thirty-two points. Like other than the fact that the Raiders won, I don't know how how off the wall that is for the Chiefs. Okay, actually, I've been I've been meaning to get this take out, uh, and I didn't want to tweet. I didn't want to tweet it because I wanted it to be I, harder for people to come back and mock me if it proves to not be true. I actually. Th- I actually think that because Tyreek is only good at like three or four things that Watkins is super important to their offense because he is the one who, if you actually like, Oh, this is like literally so off brand for me. So if you, please, please continue. continue. So so if you, so if you actually look at what defenses do against Kansas city, they don't put their best cornerback on Tyreek. They put their best cornerback on Watkins and they have, they they force the Chiefs to not do things in a conventional style, right? Like that's why they do so much of the pre-stat motion. That's why they do that's why they target Kelsey so often. Because they don't really have a number one wide receiver because Watkins plays that role. And so when Watkins goes out, then you have Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, McCole Hardman, and uh I forget. Uh uh I, there's another guy that they played today as well. Um trying to do that stuff and it doesn't work like they they actually do kind of need Watkins. Sammy this I don't know how you can say watch the tape boomer take from Davis Maddock this is great Le- leaving that awful like take aside I don't even know where to begin with that Sammy your take of a they literally had an 11 like they were favored by 11 at home and you think that the game script that we saw wasn't like should have been projected that, not, not the game not script the, the volume Okay, but he should not have gotten those targets. The only reason he had the targets that he did is because they were down and they were throwing the ball. Nate, this is – look, I mean, Davis just let out one of the all-time worst takes of all time that Sammy Watkins is a linchpin of the Chiefs' offense. I did not – I did not – tape, And you're like – I didn't say like, that. I mean, Jesus. Come on, Nate. He just threw us a gem. Like, you're, you're not, you're not going to say anything about this? I don't even know where to begin with it. it, it like he, first of all, he doesn't begin, believe this take enough to tweet it beforehand because he doesn't want to get roasted. He comes well, in- it's more, it's more that I don't want to tweet stuff that's that off brand. Like I can't tweet stuff that's like that off brand. You know. I mean, it would just go like Davis. How, how often do you go back through your tweets and like delete like dozens of them? Oh, we've talked about that. I do it all the time. He does it all the time? Yeah, do you have like an app or a program that like searches? For oh. So I do have an, I did have an app that deleted everything pre 2017. So all my tweets from before then are gone, but okay, so the sports wonderkin days. Yeah. Um, but I, I just have like at the end of the day, like I'll just go back and look at my tweets that didn't get good interactions and I just delete them. And I have an app that does the opposite. It saves all of Davis's tweets that don't get any interaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of old takes exposed. This is great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get in. Let's get into the running backs we played. Because Nate, wait, Sammy, I can't even. I can't because Bridgewater was the most popular quarterback in cash, wasn't he? Uh, I mean, he's twenty percent. Um, I think he was the most popular. Yeah, I mean, that's a twenty percent is pretty high for a quarterback. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. I guess I just honestly, I I was not sweating at all today. Like I just knew I was going to win, so I didn't really look at my games that much. So I guess I didn't realize he was that popular. I mean, I, I guess also I wasn't on content this week. I, I took, I took Friday off. So I like, I was not grinding that hard this week. So I guess I didn't realize the Bridgewater was going to be that popular. Yeah. I think Sammy should talk about the play since most people. I mean, I, I don't honestly, like, I don't want to say that I was that in love with, with Bridgewater. I think we all knew that Carolina in general was in a really good spot. I mean, Atlanta just has an all time, like most decrepit defense. Like they have no interest in covering, tackling, rushing the passer. It's all just such a disaster for Atlanta. Uh, you guys know Cardi likes, uh, likes dome games, you know, those are, those are also nice. So 
really he just fit very well uh, with what I wanted to do construction wise, which what we'll see, you know, both, both uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson were, were really popular. I decided not to play either of those guys, uh, but I still wanted plenty of Carolina exposure. And so Bridgewater, both like lineup construction wise and price wise just fit really well. So I knew with Bridgewater and Mike Davis in my lineup, like I was going to have exposure to a lot of Carolina points. And I was good with that because there's definitely some like uh, just mystery about who Carolina's number one pass catcher is. And I didn't want to get that wrong. There's no mystery, Sammy. It's Robbie Anderson. It's Robbie. I know. I know you're on, you're on the, you're on the team and I get it, dude. Robbie's great. He's fantastic. The reality is uh, both Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore printed today. So there was no getting it wrong. Uh, so I, I think, I think we, I gotta, well, okay. We're going to talk about wide receivers later. We'll talk about wide receivers later. Let's talk about running backs because Nate, I'm, I'm very happy for you that you made money today. I just, I really need to impart to you how absolutely catastrophically stupid playing David Johnson was no, like literally no excuse for it, dude. No, like just so bad. This so, is going to be so bad for me because there will be no L's taken with this. David Johnson was by far, <laughs> David by far was the by worst far the play you could make. No, he was 5.2. The volume that he had, he predicted very similar from a volume standpoint to CEH that everybody wanted to play at what? Six? What was CEH? Six yeah, but you didn't. Yeah, but bro, Kareem Hunt was right there. Okay, Kareem Hunt was also 6.4. I mean, literally, DJ was $1,200 cheaper than these guys that he projected the exact same volume for. He also actually runs routes as a running back his a dot he has the second most air yards of any wide or of any running back he actually gets like his targets are not just this like at the line of scrimmage targets he actually runs routes he actually gets split out wide and with bob gone at 5.2 the same reasons you wanted to buy deshaun watson dj was the play obviously he didn't get there he only had like i mean there was he like he didn't one. get there because he's old and slow and terrible. And it's just like, you just got to stop, dude. It's, it's not a healthy decision for you. So he's old and slow and terrible. Yet Mike Davis is now the best running back in the league. Running backs don't matter. You play the volume and let that, but he doesn't like, even get, he doesn't even get good volume though. He gets the, he gets the exact same volume as CEH and all these other guys that you were wanting to play at the same price. Or at Kareem, Kareem Hunt had like 27 interactions, dude. What was your projection for Kareem Hunt volume versus David Johnson volume? I, I just said I didn't I didn't do the projections this week, but I know he that did, but I he did watch the film and he knows that David Johnson sucks ass, bro. Yeah, I mean I do know that David Johnson sucks ass, and that like I played him a little bit in tournaments because that's actually a reasonable place to do it. Like because like eighteen from a fifty two hundred dollar running back in the con- like in the context of like a single injury GBP can actually be okay. But, like, we've actually talked about this on the show a bunch of times. You want to have that crazy 32-point upside from all the running backs you play in cash because one of your other guys might bomb out. And, like, David Johnson is just never, ever, ever getting that. I don't think you realize how much volume he was getting at 5-2. He was, like – Bro, I don't think you realize he hasn't had, like, a big game since 2017. Yeah. Like, if just, you want it, a game it, log, it doesn't happen for David Johnson. That's successful in DFS. It's not projecting volume like when has mike davis ever had a big game last week (laughs) you don't play game logs you play for the volume and david johnson gets the volume and at the end of the day like deshaun watson overthrew him in the end zone if he would have had that he's a 25 point play this week and then everybody's like on him next week at 6k at five i mean here's the thing in like an absolute vacuum and, like, you were just looking at David Johnson, 5,200, whatever, fine. Like, I will grant you that. In an absolute vacuum, it's fine. But when you, when you look at the 2v2 that you made, not only is it so off-brand that you did not play Darren Waller, I, I think that this Kittle-David Johnson 2v2 over <laughs> Kareem Hunt and Waller is just – I think it's just egregious, Nate. I literally, I mean, <laughs> David Johnson projected as the best point per dollar play outside of uh, outside of Zeke for me. It, Houston has the four, had the fourth highest team total on the slate, and he was a five point two running back at home with this like 
you will not be able to convince me that David Johnson was a bad play here at 5-2. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at our projections right now. I'm going to guess. Yeah, okay. We had, well, we had Cremont projected for 21. We had David Johnson projected for 17.9. Okay. Take into account their salary, and I'm guessing your efficiency numbers on DJ are way low because he's been terrible. But if you just look at the volume, don't look at the efficiency projections. Look at the volume projections, and I bet they're very similar. And at 5.2, he was a play. Yes, I I agree. I can't believe there's a slate with like Ezekiel Elliott at home. Yeah. I took Zeke. I took the the best plays. Zeke and Mike Mike Davis. Davis, And this guy played David Johnson in cash and and won. I mean, I'm I'm impressed, Nate. The the best running back plays DJ, Zeke, and Mike Davis. I played the best. I I wish CH had, like, this is, even though I won money, like, I feel like I've lost because CH did not just absolutely, like, lap. CEH didn't even outscore Dave, like David Johnson raw points. Take into account no, the salary. I mean, this is, this is such a huge L for me. And David Johnson literally missed an end zone. Like, there was – I mean, Deshaun Watson Edward, missed Ed, Edwards, Edwards Hilaire had a, had a receiving touchdown that they called back. Like, I don't want to hear that smoke. Get it out of here. It was, it was maybe one of the – the Clyde Edwards Hilaire uh, TD callback was, I, I think, actually the softest penalty that's ever been called. No. I mean, only behind the, the Darius Slayton. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, dude, like this could have been an absolute print fest. Like, so I, I, I do want to talk. I do want to talk about my 2v2 because like I, there's no point in talking about Nate's anymore because he just he's not willing to he's not willing to admit that there was any process with uh, any fault with that process. So no, it's, it's not DJ productive. DJ was a great play. <laughs> OK, Why I'm going to mute. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. OK, so my my 2v2 that I looked at for a long time was Sammy Watkins and Clyde Edwards Hilaire versus Kareem Hunt and Darius Slayton. I knew that I knew that the projections at DR had Hunt and Slayton better, but I mean, like you know, projections. It's not like median projections, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't take, more, we don't take them. Mean, it's more of an art. You got to feel it out. It's more of an art, and and I think I think actually what I finally settled on was just like. Dude, Hunt, they, they gave this dude the contract extension when they have Chubb. Chubb's out of the way. Like, they want to give this dude the ball so many times. And that is basically what happened. They had the, uh, they had the uh, interception return for a touchdown, which actually was fine because I played the Browns' defense. But I, and, and also I had Hunt in FanDuel cash. Uh, I'm wondering why – I'm wondering if either of you considered playing Hunt at all. Oh, I, I considered it super hard. It was just, like, really hard to, like, figure out where I was going to do it. You know what I mean? Because, like, Davis, I just thought, was a complete lock. There was no way. Yeah, to- total. Yeah, he, he is a stone cold. Like, he's first guy in until he gets to be 7,800. Yeah, I mean, especially against Atlanta. It was just, like, going to be a print fest. It was a print fest. And so it was really, like, do I play Hunt over CEH? And that was really close. I just thought that the Browns game versus Colts uh, rated to be a lot slower and, and just was not as good of a scoring environment as as Vegas um, and Kansas City. And then it was like Zeke. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I, did, I, I wanted Zeke against the Cowboys or against the Giants. Like, I, I just – it was like – and then it was saving the money. Like, what was I going to do the way I constructed my lineup? It was very, very, very close. I probably uh, it was it was close. I was I was thinking of playing Hunt over over uh, Zeke actually, and then actually playing a real tight end, which I did. That would have been bad. Hunt over Zeke was would have been bad. Hunt over Ceh would have been would have been sharp. I yeah, but it was like that, but it was that, like that three, is what was, I did. It was a three hundred dollar difference. It didn't matter to me, but I think the way Davis constructed his lineup. I yeah, you played Sammy. Not that your team was – I don't think it was bad, but you just played, like, a weird team. Like, your team was not the the construction that the regs – like, any, like, yeah. It's very weird Not team. at all. Not at all. And we can talk about it kind of holistically, but I've lost, like, two weeks in a row, and I was, like, tired of just, like, going with this, the standard, what everyone was doing. I was like, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the best plays this week. Um, yeah. Except I'm going yeah. to play good players is what I'm going to do. I would you remember when remember when Nate sent us a team with McLaurin in it and I said that Slayton's going to outscore McLaurin straight up and he just said LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't account for Alex I, Oh up. yeah. Yeah. 
Because yeah, Kyle, yeah, if, Kyle, if Kyle Allen was going to save it. The game, it would have been fine for McLaurin. <laughs> for sure. Do you guys realize that Kyle Allen kept DJ, like, oh my God. DJ Moore that you think so funny. Existed, existed because Kyle Allen kept him going? <laughs> the hypothesis of these plays that Kyle Allen had to stay in the whole game. <laughs> Terry McLaurin would have been what DJ Moore was and more. Dude, this is and this more. Is complete, okay, but seriously, Hunt was, Hunt was fine. Hunt was fine. Hunt was – I had Hunt as, like, the fourth – my fourth running back. So, if it would have – if I would have faded DJ, I probably would have gone Hunt uh, or Jacobs over CEH. I thought – I mean, Hunt, playing playing Jacobs would have just been a nightmare. Well, he would he was better than CEH. So, um, yeah, I would have – Yeah, but Hunt he – that, that might be true, but he is, like, the most prayer beads running back ever. Because he's losing, he's losing work to Booker and Richard. Like he is, Jacobs is not a guy you should ever play on DraftKings. Yeah, except for Week One. Except for except for Week One when he was thirty percent owned and got there. Yeah. No, his target share is still more than more than you probably think it is. I mean, what is it? It's got it's got a, like maybe eleven percent. Yeah, double-digit target share when you're getting 75% of the uh, rushing attempts is exactly what you're looking for. I mean, he lost he lost five targets to Richard and one to Booker. I mean, that like that is a tough scene. Yeah, I haven't pulled up the numbers on this week, but his target share the last couple games has been solid enough that you can play him at that price. Yeah. All right. Let's go to let's go to wide receiver. I mean, Nate is just not going to take the L. So what's the point? Um, and actually, well. Does anyone feel bad about playing Zacchaeus or is it just like whatever you just, it's just one of those things. No, you had to play him. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't feel bad. I, you know, we probably should have played cooks and actually put good players into the lineup, but imagine like having to do this show after you've played cooks for the second week in a row and he blanked. Well, I just like, I, I knew that people were playing cooks, right? Like Wiggins played, Wiggins played cooks. Um, You know, like it was, it was out there and I saw the team, the, and it was it's that that's it's uh, it was very duped in cash games. It scored um here I'll go find it. Yeah, it what was like the a, construction? A hundred, it was so it was versus my team. It was Ceh Cooks Kelsey versus Hunt Slayton Waller. So they still played uh, Zacchaeus. I mean, he's yeah. Oh yeah, Zacchaeus was still in there. Yeah, I was gonna say you couldn't go oh, yeah. without the three K piece like. That's what I'm saying. Even if he was a – regardless of what the outcome was, you needed him to get any of the other plays. Well, if you played Daniel Jones, you could have played Cooks over Zacchaeus. Which yeah, – that, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only so, for one scrub receiver in my lineups. So. How, how – like, I mean, I guess – here, I'll go, I'll go look right now. How many snaps do we think Zacchaeus played? I mean, I think he didn't play after the first quarter, right? No, he was out there. He was out <laughs> there. like, I didn't see him get any targets. Like, what happened? No, he was out there. I don't have snap data yet, but he was out there. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure what happened is he's just not very good. Oh, yeah, I don't have any snap data yet either. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm joking, of course. But, like, yeah, he, he had three targets early. He had a catch early. And it's like, oh, he's well on his way to, like, a 7-8 target game. This is great. Um, and then they, like, stopped throwing him the ball. I mean, Matt Ryan, I mean, it, let's just talk about this. The Falcons are just all-time awful. Like, Matt Ryan is dust. Quinn, Quinn just got dust. fired. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's dust. It's all dust. Atlanta's just complete dust. There was actually a moment at the beginning of the week where I thought I'd play Matt Ryan in cash. And then, like, sense got hold of me as the week went on, which was good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about playing Zacchaeus. So I guess, Sammy, this is your, your floor. This is your, your opportunity to talk about why you played DeAndre Hopkins, who was like, he had to have been like 2% owned in double ups. I think he, I think he was like seven. Let's see. Yeah. Hold on. You lost uh, 7.7%. 7. He, he had, he had 70 receiving yards and a touchdown on their last drive. On their last drive. You, and it was unnecessary. Like, you luck boxed that, Sammy. If you didn't have that play, you would have been hosed. In oh, you guys, and you're, you know, Deshaun Watson threw an unnecessary touchdown at the end. Like, I don't want to hear it. The, the reality is it was never a worry. Nuke was always getting there. I just wanted to play a straight alpha. 
You know what I mean? I was tired of like these beta wide receiver plays and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play like this awesome wide receiver against this crap ass defense in the Jets and he's going to get there. And lo and behold, he got there. Um, I was, I was willing to spend the money. I, I just, I was, I, I knew the Carolina guys were in good spots. Like I said, I was just kind of fearful of going with like three of them in cash, uh, three, three Panthers in cash. And then at the end of the day, it was just like, dude, I don't want to pick the wrong guy here. I know that Robbie has been the number one all season. Um, but I mean, we're only through four weeks. These things change and I didn't want to be left holding the bag. Whereas I know that DeAndre Hopkins is like an absolute alpha target monster that has huge, huge, huge upside that a lot of other wide receivers didn't. I knew this would not be popular. I knew people would kind of live in the middle and I just went for it. And yeah, you know, he, he ran pretty good to, to get it at the end, but he also ran bad to not get it at the beginning. So DeAndre Hopkins, thanks buddy. I mean, he, I, he, he saved you. Uh, he did. Cause he did. I, I he did. And I have to give you props for that construction because I literally don't think I had one lineup built with DeAndre Hopkins all week. Yeah, I don't, I don't think most people did. I, I, it was just not and, – and I think, Davis, you told me this. It wasn't an optimal allocation of resources. I, 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 after watching the slate and with full – like, I still think it was not that yeah. great. Which is, which is totally fine. Um, I actually – I thought the Hopkins play was fine. I think what you did at tight end was – terrible straight like f minus <laughs> i'm willing to take that l i'm okay if, with it i'm just i'm just happy uh deandre hopkins being you know 30 DraftKings points. if i was going with a high price receiver this week it would have it would have been hopkins no it oh, been no it would have been hopkins for me would have been ridley for me and yeah, it so wouldn't I'm, have been Ridley for me because my hand's in the dirt, and I know that Ridley always has done horribly when he's been listed as questionable before a game. This is like a hundred, like universally true. Back to when he was at Alabama, he hates to play with Knicks. I so mean, I, I, I just, I just didn't want to play two uh, Atlanta wide receivers. Like I didn't want to play. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to go that route. How many I mean, times did Gurley run the ball in this game? That was like four, it was times, it was bro. it was it was literally like Dan Quinn was trying to get fired. I think like when when they when they were running out of their own like end zone in the fourth quarter, down two touchdowns. It's like what's what are we doing here? What's the point? Yeah, I think Zacchaeus was at the. I mean, I'm just looking at the wide receiver targets. There was not a lot of targets going around. I mean, there was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Ryan threw it what 37 times. Yeah. I mean, he's just bad, and that team's bad. They're 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 done. They they don't care. They don't want anything. Ridley's still a boss, though, and I think oh, the yeah. fact that he did what he did with no touchdown. I wonder, um, like, why? What's Julio's incentive to like come back and play for this team? Like, if you're you're Julio Jones, you're it's like AJ Green last year. Like AJ Green was yeah. like, I'm good, bro. Like I'm good. <laughs> but little did we know that AJ Green wasn't isn't good and and oh i knew actually i've been i spent all offseason telling people that and then they just kept drafting him in the seventh round all you know millions of dollars literally of high stakes fantasy football drafts just like you gotta you gotta get aj green in there yeah well well julio went in the second round so who got the not on my teams he didn't bud (laughs) (laughs) gotta get ceh in the second he was a first round pick the first rounder nate Look, if your first round pick is just playing games right now, you're, you're ahead so of the fun. field. Yeah. yeah, like you're yeah, like you're lit. Michael Thomas is like punching people out. <laughs> okay, so I I I I just I mean, I guess obviously we I knew Slayton. uh so I knew that Cooks was a thing for like the Sharps. And I I it was just kind of one of those things where like I spent so much time on the podcast last week berating myself for playing Cooks. I was like I can't I can't do it again. It's just such a hypocritical moment. And so what I just played him in tournaments a little bit. And again, again it didn't matter just because I didn't quite have the right mix of guys. But Slayton, I actually thought, was just like the nuts. Because everybody gets there against Dallas. Everybody gets there against Dallas, dude. And he did. He looked great. And he almost had – he almost beat Cooks. He had a 28-yard a touchdown – or a 31-yard touchdown – called back that would have given him more fantasy points than cooks and it oh, such tilt. I like very I soft. chalk, but like that was still tilt. Yeah, Slayton was Slayton was Yeah, I think wide receiver wise, I um 
for me, I'm surprised none of you guys played Robbie. To me, Robbie, I think, was the first wide receiver. I, I, had, I had Robbie in for, like, until probably, I want to say, like, 11, 15. And then I was just like, how stupid am I going to feel when DJ Moore has 11 receptions, 230? It's like, it's like, you know, when Julio has that one game a year where he has, like, 212 yards and a touchdown, and you're like, oh, great, I didn't play the Julio game. Like, that's kind of what DJ Moore is like to me. Like, he's a guy who's going to have 1,200 receiving yards for a decade, and once a year he's just going to load up and he's going to have one of those crazy games. And I really thought that this was the game. But Robbie is the number one. I'm I'm saying it here on the Gilcast. DJ Moore is is an extremely good number two. The Carolina Panthers are way better than the market expected. Teddy's been great. Matt Rule has been a good head coach. Joe Brady is, has designed some great offensive stuff for them. And they and lucked he, out getting CMC hurt. And they, they big, yeah, I mean, yeah. they look so much better without, without him. But yeah, DJ Moore is the number two. Robbie is the number one. It's, yeah. I, I was like shocked when I looked at the numbers this week to see just, like when I saw Robbie Anderson in my projections this week, I literally was like, I had to look at things. Cause I was like, there's no way I should be having him this much. But I mean, He's just the number one, and he and he proved it again this week. He got 13 targets compared to DJ Moore's five, I think it was. Um, and Robbie yeah, is like speaking, the first speaking of running hot DJ Moore. I know Robbie literally. You just, you just take a little out pass. route. Nobody wants to tackle you, so you just run. Seriously, Davis, yards. you lucked out with this DJ Robbie. He 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 just tiptoed down the sideline, buddy. Just a little a little pitter patter. First of all, DJ was like a fifth of the ownership that, that Robbie was. So, like, you were massively leveraged off the best wide receiver. I felt I felt cool. I was fine. I knew making that decision that that was going to be a leverage point. And I, I was – I don't like to have, like, th- the most duped team. Like, I don't mind blocking in some spots. But I, like – I don't want to be, like – I don't want – what was the – it was week three – like that team that was like literally like 11% of the massive $25 double up, $25 double up was that team. Like, I don't want to have that. But you were literally leveraged off the best wide receiver play of the day. Like literally Robbie's going to be the highest salary jump next week of any wide receiver. I mean, he, he was, he was the best play going I, into I, I, it. I was the highest known. Dude, he, he like, I will guarantee that. What do you think he's going to be? Whatever DJ Moore was last year, he's going to be 7K. He's going to be 6.9. He had 13 under. targets in a – I will take the under, sir. Who do they the play next owned, week? He was the highest owned wide receiver on, on the slate, and he got 13 targets, and he was 5.9. Their, DraftKings is going to price him high sixes, low seven. The Panthers play the Bears at home next week. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna say he doesn't. He doesn't go above six six. That's my prediction. Yeah. I agree. Regardless, he was the best. He was the best wide receiver play of the day, and none of you guys had him, and I was shocked. Like Sammy, talk about your process in fading him. I don't get that. I get David's like Davis is like I'm just trying to be fancy play. I'll get that wasn't out. it. Wasn't a fancy play. I also I also. Like there, there's all this element of like trying to learn what we can from four games, but then still trying to hold on to some of our priors and everything. But like at, at this point, I'm just ready to be like, that was wrong. You know, right. Robbie it's, is the number one. It's definitely a balance. I mean, the, the reality is Nate, uh, I thought he was a very good play. I thought DJ Moore was a very good play. I talked about the process though. I was going to encompass those players by tank playing Teddy Bridgewater. And I was going to play a guy that I was for sure was an alpha. I know that, Robbie A has been a number one wide receiver through four weeks this week, uh, this year. And I'm not like, dude, Robbie Anderson's bad. Robbie Anderson's a good player, but I don't, I didn't believe it hard enough to be like, yeah, I'm just like so confident. Um, I wanted to play, I wanted to play Nuko. I just like knew was just an alpha target hog wide receiver. And, you know, I mean, obviously Robbie was, was a great play and he confirmed what you thought about him. So hats off to you, but I wasn't, I just wasn't, as confident as you were based on a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, Sammy, I think you like this team you won, but like, I don't know, man, I think, fading that, I, I think fading that Carolina wide receiver spot really felt like a free square. Yeah, it was a free square. I mean, it was, I mean, if you, if you add, if you, if you add up the, you know, the ownership from 
Anderson and DJ and DJ Moore, you're talking about like about 80% of teams did that. Yeah. So all I needed to do was like, make sure that Newt got there, you know, and he did good. He was a, he was a 56% owned in cash games wide receiver. that got 13 targets, the most volume of the slate. So going in, people thought he was the best play of the day. And then he ended up with 13 targets and was the best play of the Like, yeah, I, I'm just shocked that he was 33% owned in our three man. Well, now, 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 move on to tight end where I played. He's not taking the L Davis, but he's handing him out pretty well. This is very, yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine Nate playing what $800 more for Kittle than his boy Darren Waller. Like, (laughs) what, what, what the hell, dude? Well, yeah, it it was. I just had the salary, and I'm like, I I didn't want to step up anywhere else. Like, I already didn't. Like, I wanted to go down at defense already. I didn't even want to play Cowboys D at 31. I wanted to play Texans D. But I I don't know. You already, just, you already had DJ, and you already had had, had Watson. Well, yeah, I, I already had – I didn't really want to step up anywhere. Like, so I I ended up with Kittle. And I, I had Kittle and Waller projected similarly, but – The crazy um, thing was Kittle really, like – the, the worry with him is that they were just going to pound Miami and not really have to throw it because San Francisco wants to run the ball and they want to smash you and they're content to like let Kittle block. Um, but they got the game script that was right for Kittle. They got down big early. And, it was and, like, Dude, CJ, and CJ came in and he's still, yeah. it was, yeah. Watching that game was so tilting that he never got there. And it was just, he never got, I mean, he got eight targets and just couldn't do anything with him so that was a huge bummer with Kittle thing especially when what even even if I I mean I think Kittle was I mean I played Kittle on FanDuel because he was free like he was I think he might have been less on FanDuel than he was on DraftKings which is like when they do I mean it's just classic FanDuel stuff but what why would you play Kittle over Kelsey on on DraftKings uh I mean Kittle's I would. I wasn't even considering Kelsey. It was Kittle, Wall, Kittle, Waller, and then Kelsey for me. Nate, are you, are you anti Chiefs? Yeah, well, like, do you just hate the Chiefs, bro? What's, like, what's, what's the, the deal? I'm not anti Chiefs. The Chiefs just spread it out way more than most people understand, and they can use so many different offensive players where these other teams don't. Do we that. do we want to do we want to do we want to fact check this? Yeah. I want to, I want to, I'm going to fact check this. Cause I mean, I'm pretty we sure to, that we need to get, we need to pass me an L at some point during this podcast. Yeah. Go so ahead. the Chiefs. So heading into this game, Travis Kelsey had a 34 divided by 147, had a 23% market share of the team's targets. Right. So that's that, pretty good. Is that good? That's pretty good. Okay. Okay. What did Kittle have? I about well, that's actually a good question. I don't, well, it's harder. It's harder to do because he yeah, missed Kittle's games. Only played, yeah, yeah. Kittle's only played three games, and one targets. of them he had fifteen targets of like forty. Kittle's target share has been like I think thirty percent plus when he's been on the field this year. Um, Waller's been around, 20%. but he hasn't been on the field. He hasn't been on the field with Debo yet until this game. Waller's been over twenty-seven, I think, and you compare that to it was like a it's like a roughly twenty. I mean. Kittle's good, or uh, Kelsey's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying the Chiefs can spread it out way more than these other teams, and their target share, if you just look at the distribution, is much more volatile game to game than other teams. Uh, other than Tyreek Hill, who again just gets his vault, gets his like upside on efficiency alone, the Chiefs just spread it out. They have so many different guys that they can throw to, where San Francisco just doesn't have that. And I, I Kittle's just when Kittle's healthy, he gets work. I don't. I don't think you're properly factoring in uh, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, Nate. I. I that's actually. Fair. Like, that's fair. That's th- actually that's very legit to me because I haven't been able to factor that. We haven't. Right, seen this right. The first, but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could say Kittle was like overpriced in this game because he was coming off. Of I don't him. think he was overpriced. I just think it was fair price, and I think that I mean, I just Kelsey will always score more fantasy points than George Kittle because he scores touchdowns. Because the Chiefs score a lot of touchdowns. And they, they pass. Like, if you're thinking that this game goes how the 49ers want it to go, they throw, like, 22 forward passes. 
I mean, the thing is, if you're going to fade CEH, you know, you may as well get a guy who's going to like score the touchdown. Yeah, you got to think about how the how your decisions are are linking together, Nathaniel. Yeah. Correlation, Nate. We don't we don't make lineups on a spreadsheet, bro. Like so this it's, is more, it's more of an Google. art, dude. This is so this art. would be so much more fun if Nate lost. It's like it's ah, like he's yeah. he's just being like, yeah, whatever, dude. It's that guy won. It's like it's nah, way more fun. It would be way more fun if he had like ninety six draft. Like if he played if he played Daniel Jones and Kittle, like this would be way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> You know what the big travesty is? Nate always like sends us these the worst teams lineups <laughs> on like Thursday. I mean, it's just like the most insane lineup you've ever seen in your life. And whatever happens by Sunday, he like gets it together and makes something decent. And I, I mean, it's it's just a travesty. I I think I I. I, I found it. I want to go read because people just they, – they need to know. So this was the team Nate sends. It really was basically the same team. What? I thought it was terrible. Oh, I no, okay, never mind. I it thought was I McLaurin, said – okay. It was McLaurin over I – don't, I don't remember the team. but It's it McLaurin, McLaurin over Slayton and the Raiders defense. Which Raiders do you did fine. I mean – yeah, they were fine. It doesn't matter. The McLaurin play would have been terrible today. But I didn't make it, so I'm not going to take an L for that. <laughs> McLaurin's a boss. I just didn't play him. Like, obviously, I thought – like, the lineups I'm sending on Wednesday and Thursday are just raw, like – Okay. Raw – just that raw Terry McLaurin. Dude, you – okay, seriously, you guys don't, like – I don't know what numbers you're looking at. Terry McLaurin is a legitimate boss. Like no, he, he, he is. is a he, he's boss. a legitimate boss. But playing him at sixty one hundred dollars on the slate over Slayton, like it just would have been. My, I know, but it just would have been mind numbing. You. <laughs> we just Nate. We just want you to eat an L so bad. Like we were grasping at anything to just get you to be like, yeah, you know what, guys. It's just, it was. Wrong. I was wrong about McLaurin with Kyle Allen. Wait, we haven't even. We haven't even told people. What dipshit thanks Sammy did? <laughs> Nate, here, tell here, the people. Tell the people who you played, bud. All right, here's my time to to take an L. I played a. Uh, I, I played Schultz at tight end, bro. I played. I played Schultz, and uh, you know, I, I I knew the thing was that the Cowboys would not throw it 57 times every game, and I know, like, as a percentage wise, his. <laughs> His target share has not been like that high, but I just wanted a lot of cowboy exposure and it made the rest of my lineup work. And uh, I really thought about coming down a Kareem Hunt and going up at tight end. And I was just, I, I don't know what my thing was, but I really didn't want to come off of Nuke. I was just, I was just very convinced that Nuke was going to have a big game. And uh, yeah, so I went with Schultz and I was like, okay, dude, because the thing was a lot of people played Evan Ingram, right? Like yeah, was, who was who was a, a I thought play. a rational play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I thought so too. But at the end of the day, like I wanted I wanted them Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys have been smoking stuff, and Schultz has been pretty involved. And uh, he was he was not involved, and I paid for my fishy mistake. Uh, I'm taking the L. There were a less, lot of less really receiving good, yards than Blake Bell. Yeah, there were a lot of really good tight end plays on this slate. I managed to make none of them. I mean, one catch for six yards. That a boy, Sammy. Really, really sharp. Way to work. Yes, actually, Ingram, massive bailout because he had two targets. Well, yeah, he had a rushing touchdown. He had a rushing he touchdown. Also had, I don't know if you saw this. He had a long he, uh, touchdown call, call back, back on yeah. the on on the fake punt or the fake field goal that they that they really schooled Dallas on. Like a brilliant play. Like he was running off the field and then hit along the sideline and then he was wide open and they preyed on Dallas's ineptitude and like one of the linemen just barely didn't get set. Like that would have been a huge L for me. Um, but yeah, like I, I just didn't, I already had, I already had Slayton and I didn't want to go Ingram too and be like, Oh yeah, I played two New York giants in cash. Like that just I, I, like a terrible idea. Like three seconds. I looked at a Darren Fells team. Cause I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could. I don't think I ever could have pressed it because I thought that I thought that Waller and Kelsey were clearly the guys this week. Because just when you get that three K wide receiver, and then you don't have to play a running back over eight K, like you should generally be 
you know, allocating those funds to get a rational tight end instead of playing. I mean, thank God, like this Logan Thomas thing is done. Like, yeah, good riddance. I'm so but. happy about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy about that. But the reality is, like, I think obviously in retrospect, it would have been sharper of me to come down from Hopkins, get to one of the, the Carolina receivers, and then pay up at tight end. I think that was the standard thing to do. I think it was the sharp thing to do. I went a little bit off the reservation, and unfortunately, it worked out. Yeah. And then. Uh, I played I played the Browns defense. Looks like Nate played the Cowboys defense. Uh, and you played the Texans defense. That was the decision that most people had in cash was Texans or Browns. And my my logic was I want all the Houston touchdowns to be – like I want to root for my defense to score. Right. And I, I won't want that if I had the Texans because I have Deshaun. And, yeah, so I, I, went, I went with the Browns. And also Phillip Rivers. Before. Buddy, Phillip Rivers – to say that this guy is wash would truly be a compliment. I mean, he he looks like final form Peyton Manning, like like neck surgery, Bad. duck. It's it's terrible, man. So to say that playing like one of his wide receivers, like a T.Y. Hilton in cash, yeah, team, like yeah. what would you say about that? If I built a <laughs> if I built a team with four wide receivers and I decided to go with T.Y. Hilton as one of those four, well, you know, one thing I would tell you to do is obviously don't do that. But then if you, if you have a guy playing in an early game and then someone else in that same position is playing in a late game, make sure to put the early guy in the position slot and the other guy with the later game and the flex position in case you need a late swap because your team is so bad that you're trailing. I would, uh, I would greatly encourage that for sure. Just some tips for those of you. Yeah. With that construction. Tips for the noobs, for, for the unsharp, for the squares. Yeah. So we're, we're recording this a little bit later at night when do they come out with salaries do salaries come out sunday night still or is that a thing of the past i think it's a uh, thing of the past yeah i i actually kind of stopped looking because the last two weeks i got wrecked and i didn't want to open dk anymore yeah okay well let's uh nfl week six schedule let's see if we can find some stuff also just as we we are talking right now dalvin cook just pulled up uh with a hamstring injury so if the vikings aren't on by yeah the, oh my gosh the Vikings get the Falcons at home next week with probably like I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if how injured Dalvin cook is, but I know that he went in early uh, and his team is still playing and he's not on the field. So yeah, I'm assuming. Up. I mean, that would actually be bad because depending, I mean, I, I guess they're going to have time to react to the DAC injury. So Dalton will be, you know. Oh, yeah. Let's see who the Cowboys play. The Cowboys – okay, the Cowboys are on Monday Night Football, and they play the Cardinals at home. Oh, okay. Okay. So That'll actually be – No main slate action. That's a bummer because that would be a great place to play. There are, there are some disgusting games on this slate next week. Uh, like Ravens-Eagles will just feature two quarterbacks throwing incompletions, just like a battle – of incomplete passes. The the so Ravens are Ravens, a tough scene, dude. About them? Are yeah. you ever going to play Lamar Jackson this season? No, but I'll play if they're going to if they're going to throw 40 passes every week, I'm just going to be like Hollywood Brown 6300, you are in my lineup. But, I mean So like, my take So my take is they looked at this game, they're massive favorites, they're winning the entire time, they're never anything in doubt. What if they were just like, dude, Lamar, like, you got to figure this out. Like, you're playing so bad. You got to go hit some passes, bro. Like, you got to stop running. Like, we got to try and, you know, generate this passing offense. I, it seems like they're just, like, trying stuff. And I don't know if that's accurate or not. But, like, when is the last time we saw them winning by this many points and, and throwing 33 passes, dude? Lamar, Lamar in a win – where they had a shutout the entire game until the last drive through 37 passes, they only, and he ran the ball twice. I mean, that's, that's their version of, of, like, running the clock out is not running the ball with Lamar Jackson. You know? I guess, like, man. I don't know, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't know why they don't turn around and give it to, like, Gus Edwards and, you know, J.K. Dobbins a bunch in this scenario. But Hollywood had 10 targets – Mark Andrews had nine. Both of them scored. I mean, the, dude, this is ugly. So the Packineer, the Packers-Buccaneers game should be pretty fun. Um, I mean, there are some ugly, ugly, ugly games here. And, and what do you think Rodgers is going to be? Kers at the Buccaneers. I mean, he'll be expensive. 
I don't know, seventy six hundred. We might we might be uh, back on Jonathan Taylor there at home against the Bengals. Yeah, I would probably play him. Seems like he scored a touchdown today. Good for him. This is disgusting. I mean, it might be like Fitzpatrick and Cash. They're playing yeah. the Broncos. So, I mean, look at all these gross games. So, Texan, Texans-Titans, who knows if that game even happens, right? With the, with all this Titans stuff, like, Falcons-Vikings, I mean, we'll play Madison probably, I, mean, I would depends, assume. Depends what they price Who do the Bills play? The Bills play the Chiefs on Thursday night, but I think that game got moved to Monday night, right? It's hard to keep up. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I believe I believe that got moved. Je- uh, oh, Josh Kelly maybe, or maybe Justin Jackson, depending on what we see on Monday night, because the Chargers play the Jets at home. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a Josh Kelly, Kelly almost certainly. Type yeah, of I, I love Kelly. But what if what if Justin Jackson gets like six, sixteen carries and four targets on Monday night? Yeah, it'll um, be interesting. I, 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 I'm assuming that they're gonna they're gonna make Kelly like have a significantly higher workload, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly though, for QB, I mean, right now it just seems like we should continue just playing these like either Fitz or Bridgewater. Like, I mean, these cheap QBs that are just doing it. I mean, we continue to pay up for these guys, and I just don't know. So uh, I no, I think that's I think what you just said is like the exact opposite. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of quarterbacks. There's Russell yeah. Wilson and and Mahomes and and R.I.P. Dak Prescott and yeah. and Josh Allen and and Josh Allen. Yeah, that have been that have been just like complete smash shows uh, and have really separated themselves from the rest of the QB class. So I think every week it's a real challenge to say, do I want to pay up for one of these guys? That was my thing with with Dak today. You know, Dak's just been smashing so incredibly hard. Obviously. They've been trailing a lot, so you know he's going to have more volume than than you know usual. But yeah, it's, I mean, those mid-level quarterbacks are like very hard to play. I think like you either want to go up or stay down, but in the middle, like it's it's kind of a tough option. Yeah, I mean, I I sort of think that with these quarterbacks putting up you know and and the context of this slate by the way might be different because Mahomes is not on it Dak is not on it uh Josh Allen is not going to be on it uh Russell Wilson Wilson is not on it so I think the context of this slate coming up in week six might be different but I think when all of those guys are on the slate I I think that you know doing something like playing Fitzpatrick is actually not optimal well I mean because usually quarterback scoring is so bunched but like these guys are on like immense like record setting paces right and so you can actually get like jacked up at the quarterback position in a way that you you haven't really in the last couple of years besides Lamar Jackson and, and Mahomes two years ago yeah Mahomes I mean but right now other than Mahomes nobody nobody feels like other than I mean because on that slate there's not going to be anybody so I think you're gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm almost certainly gonna play Fitzpatrick next week. I can call it right now. Yeah. What did Gaskin end up with? Dude, Gaskin smash, bro. Did he? I remember when I said I should play Gaskin. Yeah, you should. (laughs) Yeah, he he had a he had a pretty big smash game. Let me let me pull this up, like. Because Gaskin honestly gets volume. It's not. They made they made Jordan they made Jordan Howard inactive for this game too. Oh, that's hot. He had six sixteen for fifty seven. Rita had nine carries. Lynn Bowden Jr. had three. Then he had five targets, five receptions, 34 yards, only one target to Brita, and then one target to the fullback. I mean, yeah, 16 rushing attempts with five targets is not bad at 5K and below. Yeah. Uh, yeah, better, I mean, it just – Better it, than David Johnson for sure, Nate. I agree. Okay, this is actually – this is – so after seeing the Kareem Hunt workload today, like until the fourth quarter, it was like 19 carries to him and like three to Dearness Johnson. They're playing on the road at the Steelers next week. If he's 6,700, is he a play or is it just like no thanks against the Steelers? I just – yeah, I mean, I think he's a play. I just thought – that Johnson would be more involved, didn't you, or no? No, I played him. I played Hunt in cash on both sides. I thought he was the smash. Yeah, no. 
I mean, nobody's ever heard of Dearness Johnson before last week. Like, Dearness Johnson ran a 4.8640, Nate. Not fast. Not and Kareem like, Hunt is, like, talent-wise, like, definitely a top-10 running back in this league. And he can catch. Like, he's multifaceted. He's, he's just super good. Like, he's going to be the guy there. And they paid him, too. Yeah, and they paid him. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the, dude, the Steelers game is – I mean, this is a big game. The Steelers are 4-0. and The Browns are 3-1 and or 4-1, and right? Yeah. Um, this is, like, in the context of the NFL season, this is an extremely key game for both of these, both of these teams. So you can bet that they're going to be going all out. And, and oh, that's actually a good – that's actually a very good point, that, like, if, if this game is close, we're not getting Dearness Johnson uh, dump-offs. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's a uh, oh this is actually this is actually going to be a huge decision point in terms of the efficiency versus total volume stuff. David Montgomery oh. against the Panthers. I mean dust bucket Montgomery, but he is out there on every snap. It's either is, him or this C-Pack. is an opportunity no other... for you to ruin your own brand, Davis. I'm excited. No, I Davis, mean the play next week is CPAT. You get. You get... <laughs> I mean, I'll sprinkle. I'll sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle some CPAT and uh, Bears DST stacks. I mean, he had he had ten running back carries. CP had three. No other carries for the Bears. Montgomery had eight targets. That was second on the team. That was more than Jimmy Graham, more than Darnell Mooney, more actually more than Mooney and uh, Graham combined. So like, and and no other running back targets. Like. David Montgomery is a straight-up workhorse running back, and he's going to play against this Panthers defense that just made Todd Gurley look like Gale Sayers. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually – I mean, depending on how much he costs, man, he's, yeah. he's getting to work. He's, 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 he's I, ho- I hope he's expensive. If, if you play Montgomery and you don't play DJ the week before, like <laughs> – I hope – well, David Montgomery still is, like, he's a little he, – he's got some wiggle. Like, he's not okay. fast. The Texans had a 30-point team total. The Bears have never had a 30-point team total in the last five years. He'll get, like – he'll get, like, a – they'll have, like, a 25-point team total probably. The thing is, is team totals are all out of whack this year because Vegas is just, like, we don't know, 58 points. Like, because the, the totals are way off. Like for the first week, like for the first three weeks of the season, like overs were like sixty five percent. Yeah, yeah. Vegas did not properly account for what was going to happen when pretty much everybody knew. Well, what's happening? Not against Vegas more often than not, though you will lose. So sure, but there, like, there's things that are just hard to account for. Like, and that's not even saying that you should bet all these overs blindly, but like. Just the fact that they're, like, not calling offensive holding. Like, holding is down. Like, it's, like, the least amount of holds per game that has ever been called. Yeah, the Steelers just had their first holding call of the year today. Yeah. It's crazy. But, like it's, they're, it's, but, but they're taking a bunch of touchdowns off the board. Do you think Vegas called down to the NFL front office? They're like, yo, dude, you got you to gotta start calling some touchdowns back. We're getting killed. Like, there is some goals. big tilt. Big tilt reversal touchdown today. There was the Ingram touchdown, the Slayton touchdown. There's a Tyreek Hill touchdown. There's a CH touchdown. Like, I'm sure there was more that I'm not even thinking about. They were calling all sorts of stuff back, dude. It's a scam. Sammy, are you, uh, is Juju officially dust like dead? Yes. You can never play him. Oh, he again? never again. I mean, maybe like when, maybe when he's like 4,200. Dude, I, I told you, Nate, uh, Juju's like the best beta receiver in the league, but he needs an alpha out there. Um, and again, well, well, there, there, there is an alpha, and it's Chase Claypool. <laughs> Chase Claypool completely balled out today. Like, did you see the guy who took down the uh, the spy played Claypool in his flex? It was just like, yeah, he's a sicko. A hundred, a hundred k to the face because you played Chase Claypool. Which I mean, I I can't imagine he would have had such a big role if Deontay Johnson didn't get hurt again. I, you know what? I don't know, man. I think that because they, it looked like they were calling stuff specifically for him, like those runs. Those runs look like that was like this is our Chase Claypool package. Yeah. So they, so they did a, a run to him that got him a touchdown, and then they did a wide receiver screen that was that was called for him for a touchdown. Um, but then he also got a couple. I think both of them were like deep out of the slot. Um, 
if so, Dante you know, was not in, this is not a Chase Claypool game. You guys are. I, yeah, I mean, I think he would have done well, but four touchdowns, almost certainly not. If Deontay um, plays, Chase Claypool gets three targets here. Yeah, I mean, Claypool's, Claypool's good, dude. He, he, he balled out in college, and the Steelers made it a point to get him, and they like what he did. And, you know, Steelers just keep printing. But, I mean, Juju, like, you would have thought that they manufactured some of this stuff for Juju, like the, the end around. Like, Juju's a, you know, tough guy. And he can break tackles and stuff like that. They didn't do it. Like some of this slot stuff, Juju wasn't in the slot. Like he's out there blocking. He's like, it's like a freaking tight end. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's tilting. He's like out there lead blocking for Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, dude, Ray Ray McLeod <laughs> balled out. I mean, it, like literally like my comp for Juju and people will hate this is uh, Heinz Ward. You know? It's like, dude, Heinz Ward was a good player too. Um, but, but he's the tough guy. You know, he goes out there and does the dirty work. Dude, this is like making me so sad because I loved Juju, man. He was I so love great. Juju too. I love him too. But I mean, there's, we, we can't like act like what's happened for the last year and a half didn't happen. I'm going to be like, like I'm, your number gonna... one wide receiver in Dynasty for like, you were so high on Juju and DJ Moore. Well, DJ Moore, I don't think is dust. He's it's it's CD now. CD's like CD's just go go, go and get him. This whole rookie class is insane. Yeah, dude, Jefferson is balling out. Bro. I would be I would be sending Cooks back on the field now. I think. Oh, okay, good. Well, I really didn't want to have to decide on like sixty seven hundred dollar Alexander Madison to be honest. Yeah. Because uh, remember when this happened before, and then Mike Boone just like smashed. <laughs> Yes. Just like crushed, yeah. Yeah, but then Mike Boone, but then Mike Boone Chalk Week uh, fizzled out uh, week sixteen last year. Yeah, Amir Abdullah and CJ Ham were getting touches. Uh, yeah, it's a tough yeah, scene. tough scenes. Uh, all right, boys, I think that's about it. Yeah, we, we got Let's anything go enjoy else? Enjoy our money. This is great. Peace yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate this show. Oh, Look. you know. No, we gave them, we got in some arguments, you know, we made fun of Sammy for playing Dalton Schultz, you refused to take an L, so it was like, it was good non-brand, I think. Yeah, we had some good things. Yeah. All right, everyone, thank you very much for listening to the Gilcast. We will uh, be back next week.